Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Tonight, tens of millions of Americans are under flood alerts as a powerful storm slams the East Coast. Could it impact your holiday travel plans? Roads turn into waterways and strong winds knock out power to a quarter of a million people. Just driving a regular sedan, that wind's going to be potentially pulling your vehicle, so just be careful. Growing pressure tonight on Israel, including from the United States, to scale back its offensive. And we're in Gaza with an inside look at a massive Hamas tunnel. You can just see how wide this tunnel is for starters. You can drive a small car through it. This is the biggest tunnel that we found ever. 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 I am the only shot you have. Breaking news, the Marvel star just found guilty of assault and harassment. How much jail time he could face. The major recall of popular granola bars, what to look for in your pantry. And a record-breaking $1.1 million. That's the hefty price tag of one of Princess Diana's dresses. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Thank you for being with us. We're going to begin with dangerous weather sweeping large parts of the country. Hundreds of thousands of Americans from New York to Massachusetts and Maine are without power tonight after that massive storm battered the Northeast with torrential rains and wind gusts up to 90 miles per hour. Two people were killed by falling trees in New England. In Michigan, the intense system caused this massive pileup on Interstate 94 near Kalamazoo, Michigan. Near whiteout conditions and blinding snow caused multiple crashes, leaving cars and people stranded. Well, from the road to the skies, major disruptions at U.S. airports today. More than 3,500 flights delayed and more than 500 canceled. A rough start to the holiday travel season. Meteorologist Mike Seidel with our partners at the Weather Channel leads us off tonight from Boston. Tonight, a powerful storm packing 60-mile-an-hour winds and heavy rain continue to wreak havoc across the Northeast. 
Waist-deep water in New Jersey. Firefighters taking people to safety. Near Boston, flames shot out from a downed power line. And in Queens, New York, a massive tree fell onto Catherine Papapaiolis' house. No one was hurt. The house has some damages, but it did not came into the house. Oh, my God. Students in Campton, New Hampshire, were dismissed early as floodwaters from the nearby dams started to rise. It's the same storm system that slammed into the south this weekend, dumping more than 10 inches of rain. An EF-1 tornado touched down near Myrtle Beach and winds up to 90 miles per hour toss cars and turn businesses and homes into debris. Once we came out, one of the trees just started cracking like it was a little stick and uh, it falls on the corner of the house. Some people in South Carolina had to wade through the water in a paddle boat as the storm brought record-breaking rain to the city of Charleston. As warmer ocean and air temperatures continue to fuel storms that are wetter than ever, inland and coastal communities across the country are dealing with more extreme flooding and damage. According to a recent study, in the last two decades, more than three million people have left high flood risk areas. At the peak of the storm, over 700,000 customers were without power, some still in the dark as the storm passes through. Back here in Boston, peak winds were 68 miles an hour. It was a southeast wind. That's why we had the record high of 63. Meanwhile, this major storm is taking its leave away from the main coast tonight, leaving a path of destruction from Florida all the way into New England. Nora. Mike Seidel, thank you so much. Well, for more on what's to come, including colder temperatures and snow, let's get the forecast from Weather Channel meteorologist Mike Bettis. Good evening, Mike. Nora, good evening. Obviously, weather has been a major factor across the Northeast in particular today, but there are improvements on the way. The entire system is on its way out. The rain will be leaving. The snow eventually will be dying down as well. And those winds in particular will be coming down pretty significantly overnight tonight. There's the snow that remains in the morning, especially off of Lake Erie and Lake Ontario. But some areas here could pick up another five to eight inches of snow, then down through the mountains of West Virginia as well. Because we've had so much rain, dozens and dozens of rivers expected over the next two days to be at moderate or major flood stage here from around the tri-state area all the way through northern New England. And then to the west coast we go. Two different rounds of storms come in. One comes in now, one comes in later in the week with incredible amounts of rain, especially in California, and widespread snow. That includes the Colorado Rockies and the Wasatch Nora. Good information, Mike Bettis. Thank you. Well, this storm has many holiday travelers struggling to get to their destinations. And we also learned today about the record fine that Southwest is paying for last year's holiday travel meltdown. What does it mean for you? Here's CBS's Mark Strassman. As airlines get ready for a week of record holiday travel from Boston to Baltimore, Monday had its stumbles. But today's disruptions are a blip compared to last year's fiasco by Southwest Airlines. I literally slept the whole day inside airport. Not fun. The airline froze during a pre-Christmas winter storm. Nearly 17,000 flights canceled, 2 million passengers stranded. Today, the DOT fined Southwest $140 million for consumer protection violations. That's 30 times greater than any previous similar fine. This was a historic meltdown, and we believe there need to be historic consequences. Southwest will pay the U.S. government $35 million and set aside another $90 million in travel vouchers for future passengers delayed three or more hours. Add this punishment to more than $600 million Southwest has paid already in refunds and reimbursements. 
We need to make sure that the fines and penalties aren't just a rounding error or something they uh, kind of figure into being the cost of doing business, but are actually a reason to do business differently. Airlines have made changes to avoid similar meltdowns, not overscheduling and improving operations. I think we are in a better place now than we were going into Christmas 2022. Are we as good as we need to be? Perhaps not. Southwest says it has spent more than $1 billion upgrading software and technology, and his CEO has promised this will never happen again. The DOT's message? It better not. Nora? Mark Strassman, thank you so much. There's some breaking news tonight about actor Jonathan Majors. Marvel Studios just dropped the once-rising star after a jury in New York found him guilty of assaulting and harassing his ex-girlfriend. Marvel was building a movie franchise around Majors before his arrest in March. CBS's Jerika Duncan was in court today for the verdict. Tonight, Jonathan Majors walked out of court with heavy security after being found guilty of assault and harassment. He was acquitted of two other charges that required prosecutors to show Majors intentionally committed those acts. Do you think your son got a fair trial? The 34-year-old star has dimmed since he was arrested in March after a fight with his ex-girlfriend, Grace Jabari. He played roles in Marvel films and Creed Three, but it was his performance in the TV series Lovecraft Country that made Hollywood take notice. During deliberations, the jury asked to re-watch surveillance video from the incident in slow motion, where it appears Major shoves Jabari into a black Escalade. Another video shows Jabari running after Majors following the incident. She testified she grabbed Major's phone after seeing a text message from another woman. In a criminal complaint, Jabari accused Majors of assaulting her, leaving a cut behind her ear and fracturing her finger. CBS News legal analyst Ricky Kleeman. That Jonathan Majors did not intend to cause any physical harm to this woman. But what Jonathan Majors did, by virtue simply of his actions, his size, his strength, was create a substantial risk of physical injury. Majors and his family did not speak to the media as they left the court today. Grace Jabari, who was not in the courtroom when the verdict was read, did release a statement saying she was, quote, gratified to see justice served. Majors faces up to a year behind bars, nor he is scheduled to be sentenced on February 6th. Trika Duncan, thank you. There's news tonight about that driver who crashed into President Biden's motorcade. The Delaware man is now charged with driving under the influence. Video shows the president appearing stunned by the crash. He was less than 200 feet away. No one was hurt. Today, President Biden and family members went to church, marking 51 years since the president's first wife and 13-month-old daughter were killed in a crash with a tractor trailer just a month after he was first elected to the U.S. Senate. Top members of President Biden's national security team are overseas tonight. The CIA director is in Poland, meeting with Israel and Qatar in hopes of restarting the negotiations for releasing those hostages that are held in Gaza. And there's news tonight out of the Pentagon. A new U.S.-led international operation will aim to protect commercial ships in the Red Sea. CBS's Ramio Innocencio has the late developments from Tel Aviv. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin landed in Israel for his second visit since Hamas's terror attack on October 7th and minced no words. This is Israel's operation, and I'm not here to dictate timelines. 
or terms. America's support for Israel's security is unshakable. But there's less certainty about how Israel's military mistakenly shot and killed three hostages last Friday. The IDF released photos of the SOS signs they made from leftover food and admitted they were shirtless, carrying a makeshift white flag in their last moments of life. Their three grieving families buried their sons, while tonight three more hostages have appeared alive in a new video released by Hamas. In the middle is 79-year-old Chaim Perry. Every day is a death sentence to them. Lior Perry is his son. Are you angry? My anger only aims towards my government. The White House is raising concerns tonight about the deaths of two Christian women sheltering in Gaza's only Roman Catholic Church. The Archbishop of Jerusalem says the women were killed by Israeli soldiers, which the IDF denies. The Pope has weighed in, calling it terrorism. Urgently needed aid is beginning to trickle into Gaza again. Israel reopened its direct crossing at Kerem Shalom. As desperate Palestinians ransacked a UN aid truck crossing in from Egypt into Rafah. Now the chaos of this conflict threatens to expand as oil giant BP and other shipping companies say they are pausing all transit through the Red Sea after recent attacks on ships by Iranian-backed Houthi rebels. And those diversions will have massive impacts on oil prices and supply chain costs. And in response, Defense Secretary Austin has just announced a new international coalition to help protect commercial ships sailing on the Red Sea. Nora. Ramey and Asensio, thank you. And tonight we're getting a look inside what Israel says is the largest tunnel troops have discovered inside Gaza. It was previously estimated that the vast underground system used by Hamas was about 60 miles long. But Israel's army now believes it's actually more than 300 miles long. Here's CBS's Charlie Daggett. We passed into Gaza with Israeli soldiers through the ruins of the once heavily fortified Eras Crossing. There are several layers of security as you cross into the territory. Blast walls behind us. A lot of them have been shot up and destroyed, including the observation posts and towers. This is what Hamas did. Less than 500 yards away from that crossing, Israeli forces discovered this. A megatunnel, walls and ceilings of reinforced concrete, pipelines for ventilation, a web of cables carrying electricity and communication system wiring. Careful here. And deep. We're probably already 40 or 50 feet underground already. And as you can see, it just sinks down into an abyss. We're told this is one of the longest tunnels that they have found. More than two and a half miles long, wide enough to drive a small car through. Allegedly doing just that, the brother of Hamas leader Yahya Sinwar, shown driving through the tunnel in IDF handout footage. Hamas released video of the tunnel saying, you arrived too late, mission complete. Allegedly showing surprise ambushes and the abduction of Israeli hostages. The subterranean network shows the complexities in searching for hostages among Hamas, says IDF spokesman Daniel Hagari. It means hunting them down and finding them wherever they are, inside the tunnels and above the ground. Does that carry risk for the hostages that are being held? I think we are managing the risk. He said once they're satisfied the entire tunnel has been cleared of hostages in Hamas, they plan to blow the whole thing up. Charlie Daggett, CBS News, inside Gaza.
Back here at home with less than a month until the first votes of the 2024 presidential election, Donald Trump used his latest campaign speech to praise multiple authoritarian leaders. And as his critics put it, echo the racist rhetoric of Adolf Hitler. CBS's Ed O'Keefe is following the backlash. Former President Donald Trump's comments about immigrants came Saturday night in New Hampshire. They're poisoning the blood of our country. That's what they've done. They poison mental institutions and prisons all over the world, not just in South America, not just the three or four countries that we think about, but all over the world. President Biden's re-election campaign denounced the comments, saying Trump parroted Adolf Hitler. The Nazi leader criticized the mixing of races in his Mein Kampf, arguing the originally creative race died out from blood poisoning. The former president also praised authoritarian leaders, including Hungary's Viktor Orban, China's Xi Jinping, and North Korea's Kim Jong-un. CBS News has asked the Trump campaign for comment about the reaction to his remarks. Among Trump's GOP opponents, only former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie strongly rebuked him. He's disgusting. And what he's doing is dog whistling to Americans who feel absolutely under stress and strain from the economy and from the conflicts around the world. But Trump continues to dominate because GOP primary voters generally back the idea of mass deportations the former president supported and view immigration as a key issue. Having a porous border is uh, leading to a lot of problems. It's creating an unsafe environment for our citizens. CBS News has learned last week the Border Patrol apprehended nearly 7,900 people each day from 6,000 in October. The White House now deep in negotiations with Congress. A compromise could include expelling migrants without processing their asylum claims and expanding the detention of migrants allowed to stay in the U.S. pending a decision on their cases. And now some border state governors are taking aggressive steps to address illegal border crossings. In Texas, Republican Governor Greg Abbott today signed a bill authorizing local and state police to arrest migrants believed to be in the state illegally. While in Arizona, Democrat Katie Hobbs has deployed National Guard troops to the border. Nora. Ed O'Keefe, thank you very much. Well, an extraordinary sight today at the U.S. Supreme Court. As a flag-draped coffin holding the body of the late Justice Sandra Day O'Connor lay in repose in the court's Great Hall, all nine current justices and retired Justice Anthony Kennedy stood solemnly, paying their respects to the court's first female justice. O'Connor died earlier this month at the age of 93. Her funeral is tomorrow at the National Cathedral. In a historic move today, Pope Francis formally signed off on allowing priests to bless same-sex couples. The landmark policy stopped short of approving same-sex marriages, but allows priests to bless the couples as long as it isn't a wedding or civil union. The Pope says people should not be deprived of a blessing and subjected to an exhaustive moral analysis. Border Patrol officers make a spicy discovery in San Diego what canine dogs helped sniff out next. Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful? Shop Etsy. Get up to 30% off well-crafted and personalized gifts from participating shops until May 12th. This year, embrace your creative side. You know, the side your mom gave you? And shop Etsy for custom jewelry, style pieces, home decor, and extra special items she'll adore. Need something original and affordable for Mother's Day? Etsy has it. Shop until May 12th for up to 30% off gifts for mom. Terms apply. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. 
Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Investigators say a propane leak likely led to a deadly hotel explosion in central Pennsylvania. The blast leveled the front office of the hotel in the Amish-related tourism area in Lancaster County. The person killed has not been identified. The hotel owner says... There were no guests present since the hotel is typically closed the week before Christmas. Police dogs sniffed out a spicy discovery near the U.S.-Mexico border in San Diego. Customs and Border Protection officials say more than 3,000 pounds of methamphetamine and cocaine were hidden inside bins of jalapeno paste. The drugs had a street value of more than $10 million. The driver of the tractor trailer was arrested. Check your pantry. Dozens of popular breakfast and snack products are recalled over potential health threat. That's next. Quaker Oats has issued a nationwide granola cereal and granola bar recall over salmonella risk. The company has pulled nearly 90 varieties off store shelves, ranging from chocolate chip chewy bars to apple cinnamon puffed granola cereal. It's still unclear how the potential contamination occurred. Quaker Oats says so far it has not received any confirmed reports of people getting sick. You can go to cbsnews.com for more information. A dress worn by the late Princess Diana fetches a king's ransom at auction. We've got details next. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. We end tonight with new evidence of the popularity of Princess Diana, more than a quarter century after her death. An evening dress first worn by Lady Di in Florence, Italy, in April of 1985, was sold at auction on Sunday for more than $1.1 million. That is 11 times its original estimated value of $100,000. Diana wore the dress a second time to the Vancouver Symphony Orchestra in 1986. The sale to an anonymous buyer nearly doubles the previous record price for one of Princess Diana's dresses. A fitting tribute to a beloved icon. 
And that is tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell, and we will see you right back here tomorrow. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. When you're committed to raising the standard, you're bound to ruffle some feathers. At Happy Egg, we like to say we farm differently. But in reality, we produce eggs the way people used to, by partnering with local small family farmers who raise our happy hens on eight or more acres. Because in our opinion, farming shouldn't be complicated. It should be happy. Choose happy with Happy Egg. Visit happyegg.com and look for the yellow carton at a store near you. Happy Egg.